You guys know I'm really upset about this, but it is what it is, man. Murphy Law, you guys, if you don't know who Murphy Law is, uh, that's who Murphy Law is. Murphy Law, what can go wrong will go wrong. I appreciate those who uh, stood by and stayed by with me with this whole fiasco. Uh, let me know if you can hear me because it's crazy. It's crazy. All get, all this get out, man. It is crazy. I'm a one-man operational crew, so, hey, I don't know what happened. The loop wouldn't cut off. I'm sitting here like, yeah, I'm jamming. I'm jamming, right? I'm jamming. <laughs> oh, man, Murphy Law and the facts, man. You got to worry about Murphy Law all the time, and, and Murphy showed up and, sh and let me know who the real deal Holyfield. Murphy Law. Murphy Law winning, man. Murphy Law is undefeated. I'm Law Nation, but Murphy Law is the best. You know, he always find a way to sneak in, get in, jump around, jump up, and do all this stupid stuff with me. But moving forward, I do know that we don't like to talk about Dez Bryant, but we got to talk about Dez Bryant. That's just the flow of nature. It's media, and I'm part of the media now, right? I talk about stuff. And this is the thing. Collectively, we talk about Michael Irvin, right? When the last time he played for the Cowboys? We talk about Terrell Owens, T.O. When the last time he talked, when the last time he played for the Cowboys? And we do talk about Drew Pearson. So it, it never fails. Troy Aikman's of the world's Emmett Smith. Once you play for Cowboys, once you put on that silver and blue, you're gonna forever be linked with the Cowboys. It's just how it goes. Remember when Sam Hurd got busted up there in Chicago? They said ex-Cowboy player. They didn't say ex. Chicago Bears wide receiver. They talk about the Cowboys. And this is the America's team. This is the America's way. Shout out to the Facebook panel. You guys are lit over there. There's uh, Rodriguez on my Law Nation page and Scott Mandy officials. The Facebook panel is going hard over here. Shout out to those. I don't know who came in first place on my uh, YouTube because I had to stop and restart. But Dallas Lee, Ninja Nuts, what's going on? Texas Kid, thank you everybody for tuning in. You guys going to hear my review of Colin Cowherd's, uh, I think that's how you say his name, Colin. That's how you say his name, Colin. Colin, Colin regardless of what you say about him, the guy's a genius. He's brilliant. <laughs> Got over 8 million uh, followers to his pages and stuff like that. The guy is just fantastic. Uh, regardless of what he, what, whether or not you agree with his opinion or whether or not you don't agree with his opinion, but at least you can get out there and you can have a conversation, especially when this season is so dry like it is right now. But shout out to the young dogs too as well. The young dogs, we all already know. Um, Taco, Taco got body slammed yesterday, right? Or day before yesterday. Taco got body slammed into the dirt. But what I liked about it, opposed to what a Brian Price did, Taco, when he got body slammed, he got back up and he said, what's up, fam? What's up? I like that. Although you get your butt whooped, you're trying to say to yourself and say to everybody else that, man, I'm not going down without a fight. Now, Brian Price, on the other end, you guys saw that clip. I think Travis Frederick made him his baby. Just say, go out there and fold them clothes up right now. Do what daddy told you to do. And he got back up and said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he walked his he weeble wobble back into the end of the line. No, 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 no. You don't want to roll that way. Somebody body slam you like that. I don't care who they are, how big they are. You putting that silver and blue on, you better you better bold up and swear up and be like, okay, you got me this time. Let's swear this thing up. And I do know, everybody know, the football elites out there, those who play football, everybody know that uh, that happens all the time. Shout out to Cody that's in the uh, the Facebook panel. Shout out to Boomer Sooner. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for making those highlights, man. It's always real. Uh, 
it is what it is, man. <laughs> but hey, let's go back and um and listen to this clip, man, of Colin, man. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Kingsford Charcoal. Kingsford Charcoal. Start something. Great weekend for the Dallas Cowboys. If you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, this was a terrific weekend. Because Dez Bryant melted down, and you've already gotten rid of him, and Dak Prescott was a grown-up, proving why he's a franchise quarterback, and you've secured your future with him. It was a great weekend to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. True that. The cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, the wacko, the diva, the needy wide receiver, who for years we lectured you, he is stunting the growth of Dak Prescott. This weekend it was on full display. Sean Lee, very good football player, is quoted saying, yeah, you know, I mean, got to be honest with you, sometimes he was difficult. Sometimes I wanted him to be more accountable. Sometimes I wanted him to be a better teammate. Oh, Des Bryant implodes. Oh, just going crazy. Des Bryant taking shots at everybody, taking shots at the Cowboys, called the owner Jerry Jones clueless. Yeah, billionaire Jerry Jones clueless. Okay, Des. Mm. Sean Lee's a snake. No, Sean Lee's actually when healthy, a really good football player. True that. Des Bryant has showed you who he was. All right, we're going to pause, man. We're going to uh, talk about what he's talking about. Uh, shout out to Martin for the donation to help grow the nation. He says, hey, Lauren, keep up the good work, bro. Cowboy Nation all day, even twice on Sunday. You guys know how that go. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for being part of the nation, help supporting and growing the nation. Uh, everything is uh, used to uh, help benefit this uh, program and hopefully – when you have enough funds, you guys can see me out there in Oxnard. You guys can see me around and at different games and venues and stuff like that. And every game this year, I will have them posted to the Patreon. So for those who really like to just dive deep down into the games, uh, it will be posted on Patreon. So you guys can go back and rewatch the games and this sort of thing. The condensed version or the review version because, you know, you can't really post games to the, to, to, to around this world. But you guys know what I'm talking about. But what he was saying is that uh, when, when Dez Bryant calls Sean Lee a snake, and, and I, you guys heard me explode when I said, come on, man, you don't call a man a snake, not at least call him a snake into his face. And and we all know that Sean Lee, he's vicious. He, now, only thing that's been his Achilles heel been his injury, his injury past, war of attrition. The guy cannot stay healthy, made of paper mache, whatever you might want to call Sean Lee. But one thing you cannot call Sean Lee is is – um, is a guy that that's soft in a sense. He, when he hits you, you will feel it. <laughs> ask Eli Manning, ask a whole bunch of quarterbacks out there. But this is the thing. Um, my grandfather used to always say, not everybody's lying, lying about you, right? Not everybody's lying on you. So somehow, some way, there's truth. There's truth in what Sean Lee was saying, and there's truth what the general manager is saying, there's truth what the other players are saying. Now, Sean Lee boldly speaking out on these things. We rarely hear that. We rarely hear that. But we do know that the temperament of Dez Bryant always been been sizzling or, or teetering towards the edge of explosion. And, and and when you lose and you now have the quarterback that can give you the ball like you want it to, and you have a younger quarterback, these are things that are happening. And and what what else what we uncover is that the other thirty one teams are saying to themselves, Do we really want to take that risk? Do we really want that inside our environment? So this is why the Cowboys then got rid of actually uh, Dez Bryant. This is why. Because they don't want all of this added pressure to the younger team. It's something about impressions. It's something about having that influence. It's, it's just like having an older brother who's telling you, okay, hey, 
you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And you used to do it. And then as you got older, as you got bigger, and as you got stronger, you started to tense up and say, you know what? Tell me to do it again. And we're going to swear up. And, and that's counterproductive. But let's listen to what my guy Colin have to say a little bit more on this. Now, by the way, he's, he's available, everybody. <laughs> Cleveland wants him. Okay. Cleveland doesn't need him. Cleveland wants him. This, we preached it, almost lectured for two years. Everybody's had the needy coworker. Everybody's had the high-maintenance coworker. That coworker's often very talented, but you end up having to kind of babysit him. You drive to work and you think about him, and, oh, boy, how are they going to react to this, and how is he going to react to that? And you got to make sure when you have staff meetings, you're like, hey, how will, how will Des deal with that? We have the Amazon Prime series where Dak Prescott, the quarterback's in another room. Dez is in the receiver room blowing up at the coach over a random innocuous comment. But this weekend was great to be a Cowboy. One or whatever you want to call those guys, uh, you go out there and you just spread the ball around. And it's, it's not a factor even in your head who gets a catch, who, who has how many touches. Uh, some of my best games in the NFL have been with eight different targets or so. Yeah, he's 14. Yeah, so uh, what he was talking about now, the all or nothing, it didn't paint a beautiful picture of Dez Bryant. And we do know that editing and all the software that you can use, you can edit out things, and you can paint your picture to where you want it to. It can be a beautiful sunset or it can be a horrible uh, vision of, of being in hell. And that's what media does when you're talking about using editing and, and using some type of real reality show. There's always a narrative. There's always a theme. There's always a... A, a end goal and I think that me personally how this all or nothing came out and it was just the right timing for the Cowboys organization for for, for uh, Jerry Jones to release the video and then also then release Des Bryant was kind of crazy um, shout out to Antoine Mayers uh, for making the donation to help grow the nation people been coming at Des since he's been cut equals snap um, yeah but people can talk about you all the time but you, you you know that that's life, Antoine. Um, people gonna come at you, and it's not by how you it's not by what happened to you. It's by how you react to what's happening to you, and that's life, man. You're a 29 year old man, a grown man. So if when people come to you, let your actions on the field speaks volumes. Because if you going out on Twitter, and you exploiting yourself, or you putting out what's on your mind, you letting know you letting people know that they have control of you. So not when you grow up and be grown, people come at you every day. There should be thousands and tons of, of, of uh, millionaires going out there tweeting about, this person came at me. Can you imagine if you go to any store like Walmart or Target and you go to their Twitter trend line or, or, or whatever you call it, their Twitter timeline, and you will see the vicious tax about how horrible the customer services is for Walmart, how horrible the customer service is for Target. You can name me any major corporation and you can go to their timeline and you'll see how horrible Verizon Wireless, uh, Sprint, AT&T. Now, if, one, if AT&T had that same approach of what Des Bryant had to say when people talk about them, do you think that there will still be a global business 
you got to figure out a way to say, okay, uh, it's hard for you. It's hard for you to feel that it's it's hard. It's horrible for you to, to go through this situation, but our team of experts are going to try to ease it, iron this out. You know, that's customer service one on one. Even as an individual, as as being a, a a guy on the radio and stuff like that, or a guy on podcast or a guy on YouTube, I get people come to me, and I know I'm not a dead Brian, but they come to me every day. Every day about this and about that. Oh, man, you should take the tie off. You can't talk right. Hey, I'm from Mississippi. They come to me with all type of thunder every day. Can you imagine if I just say, okay, you guys won and I'm never going to do another show? No, you got to roll it up, swallow swallow the (laughs) the spit that you're going to spit out there and live to play another day. Because at the end of the day, this is how he's going to put food on his table. And this is how his son and his, I guess, his kids' kids are going to look back and reflect upon this moment and say to themselves, hey, now we cast uh, now we got cast off because now what our father done, you know. So it's something about being mature and it's something about letting not letting the people that's not going to mean anything to or value you in any way. Let them get into your mind. You still got to continue. You still got to continue to grind. All Des Bryant had to do is just go out there and say, okay, yes, I'm not the, yes, they said that I'm not the greatest guy that I can only run three routes. Okay, I give them that, but I'm going to post my highlights. I'm going to post everything that I've, I've done in the past, and I'm going to post all those highlights. I'm going to post just me working out, and I guarantee you by now, by now, somebody would been beating down the door saying, you know what, <laughs> as we looked at our rookie evaluations of our wide receiver play, we're just going to go ahead and just bring Dez Bryant into the house because we know for sure that this guy production speaks volumes. And we would say that Dak Prescott, the, the young quarterback, the sophomore quarterback, just couldn't get him the ball. And we give him the benefit of the doubt. But when you remove all that doubt <laughs> – it's, it's, it's something about that is special. It's special when you remove all that doubt of being stupid and or being crazy or being temper hot temper minded, and and just that's just the reality of it. And two, Dak Prescott, eight or more targets. Look at these numbers. Eight or more targets, meaning less reliant on Dez. He's fourteen and two. Look at the numbers for our TV audience. Less than eight, meaning a lot of throws to Dez. He's sub five hundred. Stats. You got the future, you got rid of the headache. Great weekend for the Dallas Cowboys. Here's Joy with the news. No, 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 no. Heard on the news. This is the Herdline News. You mentioned this earlier, Colin, but Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are the clear top two choices to win the 2018 NFL MVP oh, really? award and one yeah. sportsbook at the They have Gronk, Brady, and so, cross your fingers. With that being said, we, we're not going to get into no more of this information or no more of this talk. They got the pro football stuff up there. I'm going to answer some of you guys' questions that's in the chat box, man. Shout out to Streaming Willie Beeman in here, Stone Cold Crazy. Eagles have been an embarrassment for the East for 52 years. It's funny how uh, the Eagles fans are in here. But, hey, we welcome to you guys into the platform. But uh, Texas Kid, the herd, yes. <laughs> what up, babe? What's going on with you, Derek? Man, shout out to you guys. Man, thank you for tuning in to the show. Um, what's up, love? What's this from Cody? What's going on with you, man? I'm trying to answer all the questions from every platform. Leroy, truth being spoken by the law. Yes, Jay, what's up? Can you can you imagine all of nothing did didn't do a show? Um, yeah, if they didn't do a show, uh, we wouldn't know the insides of everything. 
um, it's good to be insightful and just looking at everything. I want what's best for Des Bryant. But this is the one main thing that if anybody can hear me out from this, and, and, and this is just me just telling you guys the raw truth. Um, when you go for a job interview, just don't do this one little thing. Do not go to the job interview dogging or shaming or belittling or, or just saying that everybody at my previous employment was horrible. Even if it's the truth, you don't have to do that. You can say, hey, at the previous job, it was a wonderful experience. I learned and I, and I think that we didn't see eye to eye on these particular issues. However, you know, um, I, I'm, I love the opportunity that is in front of me now. And my resume speaks volumes for itself or my past experience speak, speaks volume for itself. You got to be smart. You got to be wise. You got to use your head. And, uh, and that's, what, that's all I'm saying with Des Bryant. Richard, shout out to you. <laughs> Shane, I can't post that, but I feel you. You, re, you deep down in the heart, I feel you, man. We falling on the same page on that. What you're saying? Hey, I want Linehan. Are over. I want Linehan. This is from Ninja Nuts. I guess you saying you want Linehan to go. This is the thing. They are lining up Cole Beasley on the outside now. They moving Cole Beasley into the slot, moving him around for the end of rounds, the reverse sweeps. They're utilizing Cole Beasley in more ways than possible that we can even imagine. And this is the thing, too, as well. When you start trying to sprinkle in this little bit more being creative, then that open up other other areas. Can you imagine if they think that the end of round is going to go to Cole Beasley and then they get it, give it over to Tavon Austin or vice versa? That's creating offense for this team. This young team is different. Their, RB, their RPO, this run pass option is going to be better. I think that when they sprinkle in the Allen Hearns, you guys saw my pet cat the other day, right? You guys saw my pet cat. It, man, he was fantastic. He was showing up, doing his thing. Let me see if I can uh, pull that up, man. That guy was just doing some amazing things, man. And and I love that aspect of the game. I love what they're doing out there on the field. That speaks volumes, guys. It speaks extremely volumes of what they're doing out there as it relates to the Cowboys. Man, let me hit play right here. Man, I just can't wait for this season to start, man. I know you guys can't wait either, man. It's one of those things where we have to say to ourselves, when this season kick off, all we have to do now is just stay focused on the goal. The goal is to stay healthy. And also the, the other goal is too as well, is that when we throw in the new mix, we throw in this new philosophy of the defense, you guys see him behind me, Chris Richard. The thing that I took away from everything just beyond Byron Jones' interception was that coach running out there with his players. And one thing that Chris Richard was talking about earlier when he was out there before he came to this team, he was telling, telling everybody, everybody think the Legion of Boom is where we going. No, 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 no. He was saying Legion of Boom is not what it meant. It meant love of brothers. And when you got everybody playing on one team, Everybody flying out to the ball, putting their life on the line. This defense will improve. And I'm telling you right now, of course, we was eight ranked overall last year. Of course, third down defense was third and was like the 27 or the 28th overall in defense last year coming off of third downs, which speaks volumes of what this defense didn't do last year. And the reason why we didn't just blow everybody out of the waters because we was not taking the ball away. But guess what? Now that you line this guy up close on the line, mano y mano, 
They're going to use their physical size, their physical traits to get these turnovers and takeaways. Shout out to Antoine again for making another donation to help grow the nation, man. How are we going to open up the field? With a big question mark. Beginning of what I said last year and beginning of what I said this offseason, I said we must concentrate. We must focus on the core. The core is responsible for everything for this offense. And the court is just what they did. Think about this. You got everybody now in this offensive line that's tons and light years better than what they were last year. Because for one, the left side of the field was just gone. And we had a guy named um, <laughs> Byron Bell. And then we also had another guy, Chaz Green, and, and the other guy, Cooper, Jonathan Cooper. We removed all that, and now we concentrated and got a Connor Williams. Not saying that Connor, Connor Williams can walk on water, but, but just along having a guy that's a first grade that's out there on this offensive line, and then you sprinkle in the Cam Flemings. They securing that core. And then you go back and you look at what Ezekiel Elliott can do. That guy alone can spread the field. Think about this game right here. Go back. I, use, I always use this game as a reference. Go back and watch the Arizona Cardinals game. They loaded seven, eight, nine men in the box. Ezekiel Elliott alone was still able to get, get out to the edge and get first downs at the first downs at the first down. And then on top of that, they were still able to sprinkle the ball around to the uh, Bryce Butler. And everybody was calling him the, the, the snake before. But it's kind of weird now that Bryce Butler, when he made that interview a couple of, a couple of what? A couple of weeks ago, well, a couple of months ago now, now his stuff sounded kind of sounded like he was speaking the truth a little bit. Um, this is Antoine again, man. Boy, <laughs> you know you're going to get your questions out when you make the donation to help grow the nation. Have, have to make Zeke's job easier as well. We need depths or we need deep, deep wide receiver play. I guess that's what you're saying. Of course we need deep wide receiver play. We need those things that was going to happen. And you think about this. You think about this, right? <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Dude. Look at that Zach Martin. I mean, Travis Frederick in the background throwing that boy down. But if you think about this, if you just think about this alone, a lucky whitehead, a, um, a lucky whitehead, and you talk about the, the other guy who, who, who we thought they can take the top off the defense, I think it was Bryce Butler, I guess. You know, he ran a 4-3. He says he's a 4-3 guy. This guy, Trayvon Austin, is beyond and a whole lot better than those guys. And I'm thinking that with, with the Trayvon Austin, if can stay healthy, you guys going to see the vertical field that we're looking for. And did I talk about Deontay Thompson? Yes, it's going to take time, but I think that he can take the, field, he can take the ball up, up the field vertical too as well. Let me answer some questions on my Facebook panel. Thank everybody for tuning in, too, as well. Jay, I do know Dez was right about play calling, y'all. Yes, the predictable play calling and the, and the way they lined up last year was, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That play calling, uh, Jay, you're right. The play calling was very predictable. The play calling was just kind of one of those things where it's, when you line up in a in a um, eleven personnel or twelve personnel, we see what they have out there in the backfield, the down and out distance, what Dak Prescott can throw and win, what he can't throw open, what he can't throw open. Yeah, you can say that. You know, it's very predictable, and especially <laughs> I can call and yell out the play when they had Alfred Morris out there. I know for sure when they motioned him out to the outside. I said, 
<laughs> I said, this is crazy. Alfred Moore's never been a guy that catches the ball out of the backfield. So they Cowboys were stubborn and super stubborn last year. They kept running the ball with Alfred Moore, although somebody going to come with stats and say, okay, well, Alfred Moore's were averaging 4.5 yards a carry or 4.6 yards a carry. Those numbers there, yeah, but after contact, you know, he laid down. He didn't actually have no yards after contact. And the best thing that anybody can show out there as far as number-wise is do he score when he gets the ball. Ezekiel Elliott scores when he gets the ball. Ezekiel Elliott find the creases and makes the defense, he'll punish the defense and make the defense say to themselves, okay, we don't want this guy to do the eating side. So we're going to bring in more people up front. We're going to try to embarrass this offensive line. We're going to try to embarrass the quarterback and this sort of thing. But when it comes around this year, you try to make those, <laughs> you try to embarrass this team like that, then you will see, you will see like the Michael Gallup's of the world. I do know that everybody is saying that, okay, who is Michael Gallup? Who is Michael Gallup? Watch it. Just wait. Just, <laughs> just wait and see what Michael Gallup can do. Uh, this is from Emmanuel. What's up, man? Shout out to you, Cedric. Shout out to you, Madden. McFadden couldn't score in 2015. Yes. My God, man. You're speaking the truth, Cedric. In 2015, one can argue this right here for the whole point that I'm talking about, that really after 2015, somebody can argue the fact that why in the world do we go out in 2016 and get Ezekiel Elliott? Because even though we was ranked third overall in rushing or fourth overall in rushing, we knew for sure that those yards that they were rushing by just didn't mean anything because they couldn't score the touchdown. They couldn't finish the run. And that's the exact same thing we saw last year when he had Alfred Morris out there. Although he had those nice little runs, it just wasn't punishing the defense good enough. And now that we have a full 16 weeks of Ezekiel Elliott, hopefully, if he can stay healthy, let me knock on some wood. Now we have a full 16 weeks. And then on top of that, they're covering their bet with the Bo Scarbras of the world and also giving more touches to uh, my guy Rod Smith. This team is ready. They battle-tested, and they understand what's needed to be done. And that's what I'm liking, what I'm saying out there. Who's this? Uh, how well the third? What's going on? That's why Jordan Lewis is our fourth DB. Hmm. I don't know the conversation before that, but yeah, I want, I want Jordan Lewis, that hip pocket Lewis to step it up. I want him to bring, bring the thunder and all that good stuff, but hopefully down the line he will. Uh, we, they still going through their evaluation. They trying to figure out, do these guys with the length, do these guys with the, the, the range and the strength out there, can they play on the outside? But to me, I'm going to give you guys my, my, my lineup as far as the, uh, the DB play. The DB play on our end should be like this. Uh, the DB play should be just like this. Um, Cheeto Bay Wuziela on the outside. My guy Jordan Lewis on the outside too as well. And then you sprinkle in uh, Byron Jones into the inside. That should be the, uh, the way that they should have this uh, defensive back. I still, although Byron Jones was able to get the interception the other day, but I would rather for him to play into the inside as a slot corner, believe it or not, and keep Jordan Lewis as the field side corner and have Cheeto Bayouzi as the as the boundary side corner. Yeah, so that's that's what I would like to see out there. Let me ask answer some more questions over here on my Facebook panel. Uh, Rodriguez, that's the truth. Thanks, Jay. Jay says, uh, Yeah, I'm here in Oxnard. Have uh, had a problem throwing the deep ball. We had a problem with speed and separation. I think you're talking about Dak Prescott. 
uh, working on his deep balls, working on his deep throws. He's saying that Dak Prescott, I guess you're saying that Dak Prescott is having issues throwing the deep ball, throwing the ball uh, more than 25 yards down the line. Yeah, um, this is the thing too, and I'm not trying to be a Dak apologist. Lord knows I'm not trying to be that. But what I'm saying is that um, with that being said, the thing is with Dak Prescott, and we do know this since 2016, as far as practicing, he's just not a good practice player. And then on top of that, I will say the same thing with Rico Gathers. I'm thinking that during preseason, you still give Rico Gathers chances. Get Rico Gathers out there on the field, and you guys will see a different type of guy to me. To me, I know I'm not out there in practice. I know I'm not out there on the field. I know I'm not able to see things with my eyes. But there's something about when you get out there in a real live game, there's those old things that are called the intangibles, the things that you just can't see, the things that you just can't touch. And sometimes those those type of things will elevate the game. And I'm thinking that that is what Rico Gathers is, and that is also what Dak Prescott is. Tony, Mack, what's going on, man? Thank you for the donation to help grow the nation. Uh, He said, Antoine, one this one's on me. Ask another question. <laughs> Let me see. Antoine was always asking questions. Let me see what I missed from Antoine. Um, we won't hide Rico on practice squad this year. Yeah, we, we don't have the ability to hide Rico this year on practice squad. But this is the thing. Tonight, I'm going to try to do some film for you guys on the McKay kid. He's six foot four. Some some scouting reports say that he's six foot six. The guy is tall. He's the guy that caught that. That nice, pretty ball. I think it's coming up now uh, on the display behind me. He's this guy right here. Look how he just catch that ball. That is amazing, man, uh, for him to have the ability to reach out the ball. The ball placement wasn't the best, but he got those. When we talk about window throws, right, this guy got a whole balcony. He can use all that. <laughs> he can use that frame. He can use that length on him. And I think that McKay is going to be my new dark horse since my other guy is, is, is gone. Um, I did say in the beginning of the year, my cat, my pet cat is the uh, the, the, the um, Michael Gallup, number 13. But this guy right here, this tall, long-range McKay guy, if he can stay healthy, six foot five, six foot six, however tall he is, he looks good for his size. He not he don't look like that frail six foot five, six foot six guy. He looks like I'm not gonna say Megatron, but he looks like a real good tall wide receiver that can make this team in a pinch. And I'm thinking that he will open up a lot of things for this Cowboys Nation if he's able to get out there. And I'm I'm, I'm so. Uh, yeah, KD Dollars, man. Yeah, I'm mad about uh, Cedric Wilson. Uh, he was one of my dark horses. I'm uh, thinking that he was going to be able to just be a nuance as, as the route guy. I think that he <laughs> that body slammer behind me. Let me rewind. I got to show you guys this clip again, man. This guy is just so tall, man. Man. the um, <clears throat> That's the guy, McKay, that I'm doing film sessions on. Well, hopefully it'll be tonight or hopefully it's going to be ready by tomorrow. Of, of this guy just just raw a talent you know i don't know how the uh combine i think he still ran like a four or five and that's not ex- extremely fast and not extremely slow but that's a guy that, that we really everybody i want everybody to just stay looking for looking out for this guy because i think that he can just step it up and be one of those wide receivers that can sneak onto the roster and maybe purge out one of the guys that stayed injured or all this stuff all right, he's six foot four, two hundred and ten pounds. This is from Stone Cold Crazy. 
Hell, six foot four, that's still tall, man. That's that's a tall, rangy receiver. And those arms, those arms like go go gadget arm, you know. <laughs> uh, the boy likes Stretch Armstrong with those arms. So that range is everything. I want to know his width and his hand size, because the guy, if you talk about a tight end, there you go. Put <laughs> it's like I'm just playing. But if you line him up in the slot. Is automatic. Like, who are you going to bring down? Are you going to bring down a safety? Or are you going to cover him with a linebacker? If he runs a 4 or 5 speed, then you can't have your smaller little twitch guys on him. Now, hey, I would just put him on the outside and just tell him, hey, run your goals, run your comebacks, run your wiggles, run your uh, your posts, or just run your skinny posts, and we're just going to lob it to you. You guys remember back in the days when you played Tecmo Bowl <laughs> and you just run back and just lob it to you and say, hey, try to mouse man. Try to muscle, man. That's all the time I got for today, guys. I'm trying to do this thing, trying to wrap it up. But I really thank you all for yours. Don't forget to like this page, subscribe to this page, uh, follow this page if you're on the Facebook panel, and uh, let everybody know. Share the content and shout out. And also, just don't follow my page. Follow uh, Big Game James and Silver and Blue Nation, the Dallas Prospect, every legend was once a prospect. Remember that every legend, every legend, everybody that you see out there on the field was once a prospect. EBSN Online, shout out to those uh, organizations too as well. You guys see them in the inbox down here below down below my uh, uh, 500 <laughs> uh, size TV. Uh, what's up, man? Phantom, what's going on with you, man? Uh, and also follow them. Lance Satchel. Thank you for the donation to help grow the nation. Streaming Willie Beeman. Man, what's going on? <laughs> Subscribe to the channel stream and join the notification squad. I know you're an Eagles fan, but when we have Eagles week, I want to bring you on to the show. I really want to hear you talk and spit your noise because my brother is a diehard Eagles fan too as well. And he knows he's always welcome to the show. I can't wait to talk noise about him too as well. They still looking up. Yes, these soft, smooth, silky voice. Yeah, applaud the man. Yes, appreciate it. Verl. That's all the time, guys. I really, really thank you guys for yours. And let me go with this thing right here. Jay, thank you, man, for being the all-star Facebook um, all-star Facebook guy uh, on the panel. I will try to answer your question because you're writing some novels there. And we love to read these novels that you put out there. All right, so I'm trying to get on out of here, man. I'm trying to answer all you guys' questions before I roll. Guys, I cannot say this enough. I have a podcast too. Uh, it's called Law Nations, L-A-W Nation. Go join the podcast just in case if you're driving on the road, you don't, you finna jump on an airplane, you still want to hear me, you still want to see what's going on with the Cowboys Nation, Cowboys News, just jump on the podcast, just type in any podcast search engine, type in Law Nation, I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it and claim it, I'm there <laughs> every day, even twice on Sunday. Peace, guys, and remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. We're out. Peace. I would jam my own out, but I don't know if that technical difficulty thing is gone yet. Let's see, man, because I got to have some type of music to jam out to. Do you guys agree? Do you guys agree? Got to have some type of music to jam out on. Just don't snap up on my music. Don't go crazy on me. Yeah. There you go, baby. All right.